Today on the Weekend Bible, we are covering more of Jesus' teaching in Matthew. This is going to be a great episode. There is so much to uncover. Let's get into it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Weekend Audio Bible. My name is Daniel King. So in our last Sunday episode, we covered Matthew 6, which is filled with the teachings of the Messiah, which included what we often call the Lord's Prayer. Not 100% sure why we call it that, because it really is just an example of how we ought to pray, such as what we ought to pray for. But besides that, there is so much good stuff in this one chapter. And Matthew 7, which we are going to be reading today, is no exception. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm personally glad I started doing this because I hate to admit it, but I don't read often enough. And having people to read for and with just kind of helps me fill in those gaps. It actually means a lot to me personally to be reading this. And I hope it means much to you as well. Anyway, back on topic, Matthew 7 covers more of Jesus' teaching. And again, there's so much wisdom, so much good stuff in this one chapter. I will break some of it down at the end, but there's a lot to go over. So please take time to study on your own. And don't be afraid to dive deep into this. So without further ado, let's begin. Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with what measure you measure, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but not consider the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye? Hypocrite? First, remove the plank from your own eye. And then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn and tear you in pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there be few who find it. Beware of false prophets, who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. 
Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But whoever hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. And so it was, when Jesus had ended these sayings, that the people were astonished by his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. And that will conclude today's reading. Now, there's a lot to cover in this chapter, and there's just a few things I want to touch on today, things that I feel are very important at this time. So, Matthew 7, verses 7 through 12, where Jesus says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open." Along with the rest of the verses for its full context, is a promise that we should be able to put our comfort in. What I mean by that is humanity has always had questions about, its, about all kinds of things. And forget about all the little stuff we have questions about. I mean, a lot of us still have questions about our existence or why we're here. Or heck, we may have questions about our needs or our desires or our wants. Well, I can tell you from experience, sometimes God says no. But when he says no, it's definitely for a good reason. Verse 11, it said, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give you good things? And it's not necessarily the materialistic things we're talking about either. I would say it's more important to be asking God questions about the things of the heart you need. The peace in troubled times, times we're living in now. Understanding for difficult problems that you have to make a decision about. Guys, the Lord is the beginning and the end of all that is good. And Jesus is telling us that if we seek in his will, that God will give us the answers we're looking for. And I say in his will because it's easy to find answers in this world. But if you want true answers that are good, fulfilling for your heart, that truly provide for your needs, not just physical but spiritual as well, you ask him. Because the world will give you all kinds of answers, and it will either lead you to complete confusion, or it will lead you down a path of sin, which Jesus died to deliver us from. Don't be afraid to seek. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to go to God for answers. Because he'll never give you an answer, or anything for that matter, that will lead you astray. Now the next thing I want to hit on is, really more for the church, 
for the body of Christ than for anyone else. It is where Jesus talks about being aware of false prophets and being aware of what kind of fruit they yield. And also that not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, would enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because is not just because of false prophets, but I think all of us in general, believers in general, can get the wrong idea about ourselves. Now, I'm not trying to make anybody feel insecure about their salvation, but I do think we as the church need to remember who we truly serve and also be aware of what kind of fruit we're yielding. Are we yielding fruit of the Spirit or are we yielding something of our own creation? This is something that I personally feel I have to address from time to time because I want to be a better person, not necessarily for the sake of being a better person, but because I want to show people just how real the Lord is. And the Lord has done amazing things in my life, don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting anything the Lord has done up to this point. But every so often, there's something that comes to the surface in my heart and I realize that I have an issue there. That if that was to be the fruit of my life, it would not be the fruit of God. I think what I'm trying to say is, as believers, I feel we owe it to ourselves to be honest to God and ultimately to ourselves, really, about what kind of people we are. That we allow the Lord to search our hearts and pull out anything that shouldn't be there. Because I am learning as time goes on that you can be a faithful believer and know God very well and yet still have things you're trying to work through, which which God is going to work with you through him for sure. But only if you let him. Only if you allow him to prune the vine of your heart and take off those branches that are doing nothing or branches that are filled with rot that are going to kill the entire branch, your entire vine. And also, don't be so desperate to hold on to things that keep you from the Lord. That's easier said than done, but there are things I've had to cut off because I know that in the end, they're not going to help me. And as difficult and near impossible as it may seem, I want a life that is of the Lord, not of me. When I meet the Lord, I want him to say, well done, good and faithful servant, and not depart from me, I never knew you. So I am asking the church, the body of the believers, to search their hearts for anything dead in there that shouldn't be there. Anything that would spoil your branches, spoil your fruit, and let God take that from you. You might be a firm tree, but every tree needs to be trimmed from time to time. And that will conclude today's episode. As always, I want to thank you all so much for listening and for spending some time with us today. But always, be sure to spend quality time with the Lord on your own. God is doing great things in this world, even if we can't see it. And if you just open your hearts and go for Him for all your needs, whether you're a new believer trying to find your way in this world, or a seasoned elder who's waiting for the next step, that next calling from the Lord, don't be afraid to knock, and don't be afraid to let the Lord do His work. If you want to hear more of this podcast, please be sure to subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on Stitcher Radio. And as always, thank you all so much for listening. May God bless you.